Hey y'all, my name is Briley Casanova and I'm a mental performance coach. I help athletes reach their full potential while working through mental challenges within their sport. For example, I help athletes learn how to perform better under pressure, whether that's learning how to see competition differently with mindset shifts or learning relaxation or energy management techniques. I also help with goal setting, leadership, maintaining focus, and overcoming fear. My goal is to help others find their inner confidence and self-trust, which hopefully leads to further success and joy in their sport. Let's get started with today's episode. All right, y'all. Today, I have my very jumbled thoughts on what happened in Tokyo recently with the USA Women's Gymnastics team, Um, especially, you know, more specifically speaking of, you know, the elephant in the room here, um, the Simone Biles stepping away from the team final competition uh, situation. So, Again, this is all, I guess, in no no particular order. Um, this is more of a freeform session where I'm simply saying what I think. Um, I've tried to be as descriptive and thoughtful about this as much as possible, but I'm sure I'm going to say things that might change over time. You know, um, I again, I tried to wait, I guess, as long as I could after everything happened and there was time for dust to settle. Um, but I do have quite a lot of notes here that I'm I'm reading from, but I'll probably throw in some things that I just want to say here and there. So. Um, I know this is a a huge discussion that will likely continue for a long time, but uh, like I said, I wanted to wait until after the Olympics were over to just try and get the fullest story possible about what we all saw and just give everything a chance to, you know, settle before jumping in when everyone was still really emotional about it and caught up in the moment. I, of course, myself was very emotional, you know, hearing about everything, seeing everything unfold, um, but I guess before diving into that, first of all, I, I have to say this, and that's congratulations to Team USA for earning a silver medal as a team. I mean, what a huge accomplishment. It's it's truly incredible. So shout out to all of the members. Um, I want to call them out by name. Sunisa Lee, Simone Biles, Jade Carey, Jordan Childs, Michaela Skinner, Grace McCallum, Kayla DiCello. I hope I said your name right. I'm so sorry if I didn't. Um, Kara Eaker, <laughs> uh, Leanne Wong, and Emma Malibuyo. Um, special congratulations goes to Sunisa Lee, Suni Lee, um, for being the Olympic champion. You, my dear, earned that medal, and your country is is so proud of you. So I had I had to say that um, first and foremost. That's super important. I I'm so proud of all of these girls. Just you know, watching them do what they did was just, it was awesome. So had to say that first and foremost, but just now diving in, you know, a little deeper, here are my really just out of order thoughts about the whole, you know, women's gymnastics Olympic experience. Um, Again, just particularly focusing on Simone stepping out of the um, individual competition. So um, there, what I noticed was just a lot of like, internet yelling at each other, first of all. And I think that's something that it's really disappointing to see. And, you know, I'm, I wasn't a fan of that part of it. Um, I think a big question here that I want to pose to just anybody listening is, you know, what, what can we learn from this? Um, and how can we prevent it? I think from happening again, how can we, I mean, I have a lot of questions, not just one, but um, you know, how can we better prepare our athletes to handle high pressure environments? Where can we all grow in this situation? Um, so yeah, I guess originally I had just one big question is what can we learn from this? But then that that led me to just thinking, like trying to stay big picture here and not, um, you know, not just looking at the 
single-minded approach that I think a lot of people have been looking at. Um, I think everyone's been a critic in this situation, but I guess another kind of reaction that I'm having too is why are we being so critical? And and I'm asking these questions and I don't have an answer for, for any of them, frankly. Um, I'm just, I'm simply curious about why are we jumping to critique first before assuming, you know, positive intent here? Um, and, and, you know, I, I want to make this clear too. I'm not asking anybody to agree with me here. I am very open-minded in all of this. I, I think I carry a very uh, unique perspective here being um, someone that is, has gone through pretty much every type of role you could think about in the gymnastics world. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that here in a second. I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. But I guess another question I have is why, are, why choose to not be proud of our athletes no matter what? Like what happened to that? I guess what, what happened to like being proud of athletes for making it? to the Olympics, you know, um, I think if, if we put conditions on being proud of only the athletes that win, then, you know, what about the rest? Like, why would we just watch, um, you know, I don't know. Why would we watch the Olympics? I don't know. I think it's just more than, it's more than just the winning. It's more, there's more to it than that. Um, there's a reason why there's competition is there, there has to be, it's not just about watching one person. It's about watching, so many people and being proud of everybody for making it there and seeing just what unfolds with competition. Um, so I guess another thing that I, I ask or I, I question is, let's say if, if you were a coach or a parent and it was your athlete in this situation, would you feel differently? Um, would you not be proud of them simply for making it to the Olympics? Would you only be proud of them if they won everything and, and were just, um, I don't know, perfect, maybe. I don't know if that's a fair question, which maybe it's not. But that's just kind of where my mind is going here, okay? So just I indulge me on that one. But anyway, kind of moving into my next point, um, I'm still choosing to, of course, support Simone and just be proud of her despite her just not being her best this time around, you know? Um, I, I would like to think that what I would tell Simone is what I would tell any of my other athletes um, in this type of situation. It, and it's, even though things could have been different, and obviously this is looking back, but even if things could have been different or if she maybe made some different decisions along the way than what maybe I would have had suggested, it doesn't mean that she's not one of the best gymnasts of all time. It doesn't mean she's a complete failure. It doesn't mean that all of her performances before that day are forgotten about. I, I just think that's a little bit too easy of a cop-out to take. Um, and it's, I think it's a lot harder to see the good in this situation. It's a, and it's a lot easier to see the bad or the negative. Um, so it, I just ask which lesson will you take away? And that's, I think, the same question that I would pose to my athletes if, if they were in the situation. And, you know, who knows? I can't say that I've been there, um, but I can say that it's up to you. It's up to each of us to decide. Um, and it's up to, you know, specifically in this situation, situation it's, it's up to Simone to live with her decision that she made the rest of her life. And, and that's her business. So what I think this is all kind of an example of is an athlete, you know, becoming a product of a combination of 
impossible expectations, plus incredible stress, plus endless scrutiny, plus maybe a little element of age, plus throw in a sprinkling of lack of self-trust, plus incredible amounts of fear. Um, So it's just very, very multifaceted and it is not a simple, it is not a simple um, situation and it's, it's not easy. Um, no one else really can relate to her, unfortunately. I mean, may, I mean, I, I say no one, but, you know, obviously it, it's like we're talking about the 1% of the 1% here um, in terms of achievement, ability, um, stardom, you know, all, all of that. So kind of where my thoughts are going here is I'm going to trust that she made the best choice that she could at least in that very moment. And so again, why should we doubt her? Why is the gut reaction to discredit and question her? I mean, I guess, hasn't she proven that she knows what she's doing? I mean, at the end of the day, like like I said, I mean, she's the 1% of the 1% here. Um, so another point I, I want to make, um, here's another thing that I, I frequently talk about with my athletes. And, and I just want to introduce this um, you know, to you. And it's the, you know, challenge versus threat scenario. Um, I think, you know, clearly she was not equipped to handle a threat or a threatening situation and see it as a challenge in the first place. And that's where I think things can, can be really, really difficult to overcome. So I'm hoping that this is something that she can learn from and something, um, you know, yeah, something she she can learn from. I hope she can take away something positive from that and and grow and develop. And I think that's what ended up bringing her to 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 beam finals, you know. Um now, on the other hand, one thing I also want to uh, you know, make clear um and I feel I do feel kind of bad saying this, but I think, you know, some people are thinking it and this is, you know, just I'm here on my podcast, I want to say what I feel and I can't sit here and say that I'm not disappointed to some degree in the situation that led her to stepping back from the team final. So seeing this from several perspectives is I think what really makes my commentary unique here. And, and I'm not trying to make this about me, by the way. Um, I know this is my, my podcast here, but I, I want to like try and serve some greater good or some greater purpose. This is not just about me, but it is also, you know, personally and professionally an outlet for me to um, share my thoughts. But ha- anyway, however, I think what, people are maybe forgetting or or just not noticing is that we've been seeing a buildup of this for months now. Like this is not, I don't think this is a random situation at all. This is not just completely, it showed up out of nowhere. Um, this was not just a moment where she woke up that morning and basically decided to do what she did. Um, you know, I think this has just been a slow burn and before things could have gotten really bad, um, she just decided to step back. Um, so I guess another question that comes to my mind here is why can't both be true? I feel like that's kind of something about me and my brain and how I work is like, well, why can't, you know, multiple perspectives be true or why can't all of our thoughts about a situation be true? And so where I'm coming from is I I pretty much understand, I think, all of the sides of the, you know, the situation here, just minus being an Olympian and a professional athlete. Those are the two things that I can't say that I relate to or have done, um, but I've gotten pretty gosh darn close to to both of those things um in in my experience so 
one thing, um, again, I, I want to mention this with caution. I kind of hesitate here, but it's just it's something that came to my mind, and I'm just curious about what everyone else thinks too. Um, one thing in this situation that I feel as though um, I feel as though our professionals have failed our athletes to um, provide them the support they need to be able to compete under high stress. Um, and this is not me trying to call anybody out here, but it's just it's honestly a thought that crossed my mind. Like, I guess we 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 haven't taught our athletes how to deal with mental blocks, fear, not being able to trust our own bodies. Um, compete under high pressure while not feeling our best, you know, and other things of that nature. I guess, isn't that why we have, you know, we have now more mental health professionals, sports psychologists, mental performance coaches, just, I don't know, family members, team leaders, like professional, um, just people in, in that type of capacity to try and help with this. And I guess this unfortunately was a situation where we didn't see all of that manifest into, I guess, the result that maybe we wanted, you know, um, I hope I'm saying the right thing here, but anyway, that's just something I, I wanted to just put out there and something I'm just curious about, like what went wrong there? What, uh, what more could we have done, um, just collectively to support, um, an athlete in this situation? So something that I, again, kind of going back to like when I saw everybody just kind of fighting on the internet and, you know, and social media and just other outlets and things is our, our differing communities, both gymnastics and non-gymnastics communities were fighting. And, and, and I'm not here to fight. I'm not here to start a fight. I'm not here to like contribute to that. I, I'm just here to try to come to an understanding and, and find a, like a middle ground or at least find a place where we can just see all sides of the situation and just have a full amount of information and understanding here. So it's one thing to talk about it from one perspective versus another, but I don't think that's the most appropriate approach to take here. I really want to speak with as much contact and, uh, sorry, much context and information that, that I know here in this situation. So I want to talk about something that's good, um, for a second and something that I think that, um, has also not been brought up or mentioned. And it's that I'm very glad that gymnastics is being talked about um, on a grander scale. Um, I'm glad that safety and well-being are talked about as well. And I think a, a, a big point that, that I want to make here, uh, you know, and this could be taken negatively, I get it. Um, but I think, I think it's good. this is a good thing. And the point is it's, it's not about being perfect, it's not about being perfect, but it is about finishing what you started. And, um, I think that's a really powerful lesson that, that I, if you're a young athlete who's listening, I hope that's something you can take away, um, from watching what happened and watching what unfolded with Simone and Team USA and everything. So kind of transitioning into this, I, I, I have to trust again, and just give the benefit of the doubt that, Everybody in Simone's corner did what they could do to support her. And maybe just this time it wasn't enough to have her finish the meet that day. Um, my main question with that is, and it's not, this is not meant to be a criticism here, but again, another thought just cr that crossed my mind that I can't ignore is, I guess, why didn't she water down her routines that day on the other events? Um, again, I'm not trying to come at this from a critical perspective. It's just how could you not think of that as an option or try that option. And, and I'm sure she did. 
Um, but it's just something in case someone else out there hadn't thought of that. That's I want to bring that to the table. So I understand not finishing vault or even doing floor if like the twisting was the main issue. But what about doing the same beam routine that day just and bars, but minus the twisting on the dismounts and things? Um, I guess that's my only question that I wish was answered with a performance. And and that's where, you know, I'm coming from being both a fan and spectator and mental performance coach and just lover of Simone's gymnastics. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I feel awkward asking, asking that question, but it's, it's just kind of part of it. Like I just can't, I have to ask the question. Um, I can't lie or, you know, just sit here and say that I wasn't shocked or even disappointed to not see that, um, happen. I, you know, however, um, and at first, and these were all, of course, all things I was thinking as this was happening, you know, very early on. Um, but at the time when all this was unfolding too, we didn't know the complete underlying story and we still probably don't, and we never will, um, at least from complete start to finish. And it's not all of it is our business. Um, and it, it, it's sad, but I trust that she did what she thought was necessary. I have to believe that that's just where my heart is, where my brain is. Um, I, and I, and I knew I knew there had to be something more than we knew, which is why I decided to wait and hold on with my comments until after all of this was over to talk about it and, you know, at least give her a chance to like, you know, either interview or just answer questions, however that was going to happen. And and it turns out that um, something we found out later was her aunt died two days before the finals, which is, you know, again, we came to learn that afterwards, which is, adds a huge layer, you know, dealing with grief and loss, but oh my gosh, on top of being in the, you know, middle of another Olympics. Like I just, I, I, you know, I I knew that there was something, but that's not something I could have predicted. And I'm so sad to hear of that. And just my heart goes out, goes out, um, to Simone with that. Um, so there's all, and there's even more to this, by the way. I mean, obviously I mentioned earlier, we, we kind of did see this, I don't want to say we saw it coming because I don't, no one saw it coming, but there was a buildup to this. And I, I just, I can't diminish that. Um, you know, I can't diminish that. And I'll, I'll get into that here in a second. I'm, I think I'm getting ahead of myself, but another point, and <laughs> I think this is kind of interesting as well. And, you know, take this as you will, but what about us talking about the rest of the team? Why isn't anyone asking about them, how they handled this? What were they thinking? You know, what were the, why is no one talking about them as much as, you know, Simone? And again, not trying to diminish anybody here. I'm just curious about, you know, the fact that we had so many young ladies step up and take on a new level of leadership, even though they had not likely expected to take that on. And we, we have to commend that and recognize that. This is about more than just, you know, one person. Um, again, not in the sight of diminishing any one person, but this is about a team. Like this is Team USA and and our athletes showed a ton of grit. And that, again, it just can't go unnoticed. I have to make that noted because that's such a huge thing um, to be proud of. And, and again, there's just, there's so much good in this situation. I'm, I'm choosing to see the good and I'm choosing to be happy about not seeing a headline saying that Simone dared to do skills that led her to either severely hurt herself or, you know, who knows what could have happened. Um, you know, there's another part here that I think more non-gymnastics followers don't 
quite understand. And it's Simone is in the 1% of the 1%. And it's just, she's doing extremely difficult skills that literally no one else in the world is attempting, like man, woman, or otherwise. Like she's just the top of the top. And that that means something that it adds a layer of complexity here too. Um, so again, just had to make that point known, but however, again, and kind of going back, I I'm trying to like fit everything in here, but going back to, you know, a different perspective with all of this being said, again, something I can't even relate to, but it's key to note is that this is her job. Gymnastics is her job. And, and, as a person who's now beyond athletics and I have a, you know, I have many jobs actually. I mean, I don't just have one, I have several. Um, you know, we, we, and I don't just get to decide to basically not, I don't know. I don't want to say not show up to work because she did show up, but it's like not completing the tasks that we're not ready for. Like sometimes we have to do things to, to, you know, make a living. And, and, and I guess, you know, I, maybe something I need to, I should have phrased in there, but it's like, we don't get to do that without any consequences, you know, and still get paid to do what we do, if that makes sense. I think that thought kind of came out unorganized, but anyway, at the end of the day, this is your job. You are a professional athlete. You're not just an amateur. You're not in college. Like there are like separate obligations that you do have, whether you like it or not, you know, um, and I, and again, I, oh God, I hate, I hate saying that because I hate sounding harsh, but it's just a different situation when you're paid to do this. You know, it's just a very unique situation. And there's very, there's only like very few people in the world that have that going for them again. So I can't say I relate, I'm not trying to pretend I was anywhere near that at one point, but I guess one of the, yeah, one of the few things that most of us just can't relate to are doing sports professionally and going to the Olympics here. So, but other than that, I do know what it's like to perform at a high level and get close to that. And I do know what it's like to have a full-time job um, on top of other, you know, part-time jobs. So again, I, I'm not, I'm really not trying to diminish her experience here, but it's just something that I can't not put out there in the same line of commentary about everything else, you know, being mentioned so far. This is just, again, another piece of my perspective puzzle, if you want to call it that. So another facet of my unique situation here, um, and if you know me and grew up with me, obviously you know this to be true, um, I know her coaches personally. Um, you know, they they were my coaches for almost a decade when I trained at WOGA in Plano, Texas. Um, Laurent and Cecile, Londi have both earned their success as athletes and as coaches in their own right. Um, and I completely support their efforts in this journey they have gone through. I, again, another reason why I have to believe that if, I'm just saying if I was in the same situation, for example, they would have guided me through that the same way they did with her too. I just, I have complete trust in their coaching and that they did everything they could do to support her, both support her and push her. And just guide her towards success. That's their job and, and they're good at it. So Laurent and Cecile Londi are good people and they want what's best for that athletes. And I think that's clear. And I, I just have to shout out to them too. Just again, personally, um, professionally, um, you know, looking as an outsider looking in, but also as a personal connection here. Um, I, I just have to make my support known um in this situation too and and I know again that's unique not everybody maybe cares about that or knows that or um I don't know I, I just I I I'm just so proud um just personally watching 
you know, people that have been like second parents to me, um, continue to do that for years after myself and do that for just such high level, high performing athletes. I mean, I could go on a list of, you know, other people that have gone on to do just incredible things under their. Oops, I just got a call in the middle of recording my episode. So sorry about that for the disconnect here. Um, but anyway, to just finish my point, um, again, Laurent and Cecile are good people. They want what's best for that. They're athletes. Like, that cannot go without being said, just again, personally. Um, I have to add that in here. So I guess moving back into Simone here, um, after all, you know, she she did finish what she started. And she's now tied for the most decorated gymnast of all time. And to me, honestly, that's greatest of all time athlete behavior. Um, she could have chosen differently. She, you know, she did rise to the occasion. She did a solid beam routine. She earned a bronze medal and she finished strong. And, and that's another thing that I tell my athletes all the time. And it's something that I actually learned from my dad. Um, so shout out to you, dad. I don't know if you're listening, but we had this phrase growing up in our house and it was always finish strong, finish strong, finish on a good note, stop when you're on top, um, you know, quit on a good day. In other words, um, and, and Simone, she did that, whether we like it or not, or, uh, you know, whether you choose to see it that way, I believe that that's, that's what she did. And, and really just moving into my final takeaways here, um, or that we're in control of our lives, our actions, and, and we have choices in life and and nothing is random or without consequence um everything happens for a purpose um there is a purpose to everything we do i i don't think anything is truly meaningless um additionally we we can always come back that's something i think is important to say here too we we can always correct we can always recover nothing is permanent and um it's cheesy but it's true and it's something i would tell my athletes but it's not about how you start but it is how you finish um, and Team USA and Simone all finished very well. They should be super proud of themselves. Oh, and I just had another thought, too, that I completely forgot to uh, throw in there. Um, but, again, kind of going back to the buildup of, I think, another part of what all happened here. And it's, um, you know, the, the competitions leading up to, you know, um, the Olympic Games, um, you know, nationals, Olympic trials, um, classics. There were moments where I myself was in the crowd watching and, you know, we saw Simone not have her best day. There were there were little stumbles here and there. She was not perfect. There have been times where we've seen her not be her best and still do well. And again, I don't say that that's not a criticism. That's, in fact, a beautiful thing. The fact that she had competed and had not done her absolute best every single day, like, or I, not, maybe I shouldn't say it's not that she didn't do her best, but she wasn't perfect, you know? And I think that's the thing about gymnastics. Like, yeah, we're all striving for perfection, but the fact that beautiful gymnastics can still be done and you can still perform at a high level and score well and, and still get great results. If that's something that drives you, you know, you can still make mistakes and be awesome (laughs) and be great and pursue excellence. I mean, my whole podcast, the whole premise of this is to pursue excellence. It's not about pursuing perfection. And I think that is a little bit of a misunderstanding here that unfortunately I wish, you know, I've just, I've heard Simone say this and the only reason I, I, that's why I call this out, but I, I feel horrible that she feels like she's expected to be perfect all the time. And that's really unfortunate. And, And that's, I just hope that one day she understands that that's not what it's about. And at least that's not why I'm here. Um, 
you know, for her, for other athletes, it's, it's not about per- perfection. Perfect. If you're a perfectionist, you know, perfectionism can be a performance killer. Yes, it can be great. It can be motivating. It can be, um, it's, it's a noble idea to try and go after perfectionism, but excellence I think is, is a more, not just for the sake of being realistic, but just like, it's more self-preserving. It's more, I don't know. I think it's more admirable than trying to be perfect all the time because that's just, I don't think that's what it's about. It's about the, it's about the bad days. It's about how do you handle the, the tough stuff when, when, you know, I'm trying to be not too, I don't want to, I don't want to cuss here, but like when, when stuff goes south (laughs) and when stuff hits the fan, what are you going to do? That's what to me, like, I want to see how people react in that situation. How are you going to be a leader? How are you still going to perform greatly and be great and be excellent um, when the conditions are not perfect? Because, oh my gosh, how boring would it be if everything just lined up all the time for everyone and every, and you know, everything went according to plan, you know, that's not, that's just not what it's about. Like, that's not what sports teach us. That's not why sports exist. no, it's about the tough times, but how do you handle it? How do you learn? How do you recover? How do you move forward? How do you finish the at least the best that you can and make a great life for yourself? And again, it's about making a great life. It's not just about one performance. It's about a conglomerate of your entire journey. It's about the process, you know? Um, so I kind of went off on a tangent there, but that's something that I, I can't believe I forgot to mention. And I, I guess on that note, just m- the message here moving forward for everybody. Um, and I think that's, it's pressure can either crush you or show you how strong you can be and the choice is yours. Um, pressure can either burst a pipe or it can make a diamond and which, which one are you going to be in that situation? So um, if you made it this far, I, uh, I want you to know that I intend for this to be an open, ongoing discussion. So please, please, please share your thoughts with me either over email or social media. I'll mention that at the end. Um, I'm sure there are things that I'll think about after sharing this episode, things I'll forget or want to say differently. But for now, these are all of the thoughts that I had off the top of my mind that I thought would be helpful um, and just contribute to this discussion. Um, And I guess if I want to follow up or if there are more questions that come after this episode, I'll I'll definitely take it from there. I'm open to, you know, continuing this chat. Um, And I hope my phone call in the middle there didn't completely ruin everything. Um, So that's unfortunate that that happened. I thought my phone is on uh, silent mode or do not disturb and the phone call went through, unfortunately, but that's okay. Um, Again, not about being perfect. It's just about let's let's be excellent. So I'll I'll take my own uh, thoughts into consideration. So anyway, to close out... um, Thank y'all so, so, so much for listening. Um, please check out my social media platforms. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Casanova for exclusive updates and the chance to give me direct feedback for future episodes. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both my public accounts. My Instagram is at mentalcoachbriley. My Twitter is at mentalcoachbry. I have a Facebook page. It's fb.me slash mentalcoachbriley. Um, you can also email me and ask me about a free consultation for a one-on-one if that's something of interest to you. Um, and that email is briley at completeperformancecoaching.com. Um, and if you feel inclined, but please do not feel obligated to donate directly to this podcast, um, you can Venmo me at Briley Casanova or PayPal me at paypal.me slash Briley Casanova. Um, 
feel free to reach out with any questions and feedback that you have. Your input is valuable and important to me, so please help contribute to my growth and knowledge. Thank you for listening. I'll see y'all in my next episode, and if you are um, a business owner looking for promotional or marketing opportunities for your business, please email me and type sponsorship inquiry in the subject line so you can potentially sponsor future pep talks. Thank you all so much for being here. Take care.